It's the Deep Slant 101 presented by Xfinity. Count on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? Welcome in, it's day 10 of Texans training camp and the interviews roll on. This is actually the last day of open camps for fans. So it was a fun one. Cal McNair out there grilling burgers and hot dogs along with Sean Pennergast and Ron the Show Hughley from Sports Radio 610. And uh, there were a lot of people in line for those burgers and hot dogs, including Lovey Smith, Vince Wilfork, and a number of Texans legends were also out of practice. So all in all, a great day to, to just sort of round out the fan portion of training camp practice. Training camp practice, of course, will continue. In fact, the next practice is inside the Energy Stadium Bowl as the Texans gear up for their first regular season game against the New Orleans Saints. And if you're listening to this podcast after this day, then just ignore all that and just know that there are no longer fans at training camp practices, but the one-on-ones will continue on. And I kind of have a treat for you today. I've got Farrell Brown, tight end. And Farrell, whenever he talks to the media, is always jovial, very funny, uh, got lots of jokes. And I caught him on a very random day where he was just very introspective and thoughtful. He actually... Um, you'll hear it out the gate with the interview. He talks about how he just did not have a great practice. And I knew exactly what he was referring to. Uh, I saw one play in the end zone that Davis Mills lobbed up to him. And he, did not make, he didn't make the catch, but Jonathan Owens was right there in his face. And he sort of bounced the pass off of his fingertips um, and, and deflected it. And also Jalen Petrie was there too. So he had a couple of guys there in that vicinity. So he could have made the catch. He didn't, and he was pretty mad at himself afterwards. And But otherwise, I think that in camp, he usually make these wow plays that just have everyone's jaws open and think, wow, that's the same Farrell Brown, and he's faster, he's slimmer, he's lost weight, he's talked about the body fat he's dropped. So I wanted to talk to him about that, but before we actually started the interview, I was asking him about something he had posted on his Instagram story just the night before. He was sleeping in a hospital bed, like the cot next to the hospital bed, his a uh, little boy was in the hospital all night and had emergency surgery. So he's fine now, but we were talking about that for a little bit. And he just, um, you know, I, I thought that's just got to be so stressful when your kids are in the hospital and going through something really scary like that. So glad that he's okay. But, you know, he was sleeping in a hospital bed and, you know, they'd been sort of going through it for the past few days. So I just really marveled at the fact that he did not miss a day of practice, even though all that was going on and he was sleeping in the hospital. So that being said, then he has this day of practice. It's not his best practice. And you can sort of hear it in his voice when I start talking to him. Um, The defense, though, was just having a great day, a great couple of days, in fact. They were adjusting to everything. And then the offense, of course, was adjusting, too. They were able to get things going a little bit later on. But I think Fair was... You know, mad at himself for that one catch and, and maybe another play that I didn't see, but that was the one that I definitely saw. Um, he wasn't able to, to pull down, pull in that touchdown. So that being said, we end up going on a totally different route. You know, sometimes that's just how interviews go. You think you're going to talk about one sort of thing and it just goes in a different direction. But I really appreciated the honesty and the conversation. And I mean, it might be one of my favorite interviews so far in camp. And, and I really always enjoy talking to Farrell Brown, but I thought this was particularly Um, enlightening and I really felt for him in light of everything that he was going through and you know what it doesn't take away from the fact that he is having a great camp so um, all that being said let's get right into it I know I've teased it long enough but before that Xfinity delivers the fastest internet in Houston stream Texans games on a powerful and secure Wi-Fi network 
and count on a reliable connection for all your devices. Xfinity XFi, can your internet do that? All right, here he is, Sparrow Brown, year five on the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Pharaoh, you're one of the first guys that we noticed when camp started, just looking different, looking slimmer, looking faster. How about from your vantage point, how has camp gone for you so far? This is a probably a bad day to ask because probably one of my <laughs> worst days uh, of training camp. But uh, overall, I think I've uh, had a good training camp and uh, been able to gain the uh, trust of the coaches and the quarterbacks. And that's really what, is, uh, what it boils down to for so that during moments, uh, Moments when we need plays on the offense that they trust that uh, I can go out there and make them. So I think I've been able to show that and just want to continue building on that. Yeah, you mentioned today Lovey's defense sort of making adjustments. There's a lot of mismatches out there. How much does that help you improve what you're doing when you're going up against different defenders on every single play? It helps improve. I'm, I'm kind of going against the same guy, so it kind of just gets harder and harder because they, they know what we're trying to do, and uh, that's the kind of the challenge of – of training campus because these the guys see the plays and they they're our pros so they know what we're trying to get and it looks we're trying to use so it makes it a little bit harder and challenging but it's a good it's a good thing on that note how excited are you to actually face different guys when the preseason kicks off i'm very excited i'm, <laughs> I'm exhausted of playing the texans because they kind of play an eye style defense that i don't think we were i don't think we actually going to see anything from opposing teams like what we do so it's good for us and bad for other people. All right, how about your chemistry with Davis Mills? I know he got a lot of guys together in the offseason. How do you feel that's really come along? We've been able to garnish a relationship and got gotten to know each other. Last year, we really didn't have a, no chemistry, so that was like a goal this offseason. And, I mean, we've become good friends, got a lot of similarities, a lot of differences. So, I mean, uh, What are the similarities? Now I'm curious. Uh, the similarities is uh, we like to golf. <laughs> now we, uh, me and him went down to Cabo this off season, and just me and him, and we went and golfed at a, like a nice course, and uh, just hung out and just just kind of chill. But like you know, uh, upbringing, you know, you know how to do uh, karate and stuff. So that's right. I, I, know I how to heard. Wrestle. I got. I might have to show him some of my UFC stuff. You are very diverse in your skill set as far as sports and whatnot and you said this offseason you did a lot of things differently you you mentioned yoga like how much did that really help your game what other workouts would you recommend that you think really helped you i think it's more just like mental workouts going to be able to just do different things to find yourself and uh, i did a lot of mental work uh, had like a nice retreat with a shaman and just did stuff and just help you learn more about yourself and your purpose and in this world so uh, I think that was the biggest thing because it just boiled down to mental for everybody 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 that's doing stuff at this level have all the traits it's the mental thing and the mental capacity and stuff that can hold you to uh, be successful at this level I mean you've been here for several years now you're like the last tight end standing in that group what drove you to want to do those mental exercises and get strong mentally it seems like you've been through a lot in your career but did something happen to, to get you to that level where that's something that you wanted to work on? Uh, I just noticed just I wasn't just myself and just growing and just wanting to get better and just wanting to be better. Last year, I was this, the stuff that was happening was very uncharacteristic of me and myself and in my career. So it was just like a learning lesson to be able to be aware of know that and had like a mental breakdown after the season, just like a rush of stuff. And, you know, 
as men, we kind of like let that stuff build up and like we're tough, we're tough. And then, you know, uh, I think just having that mental breakdown and was a thing to go out and get therapy and start finding uh, ways to clear my mind and uh, understand and work, work on that. And I think that's what that's what sets, sets us apart. I mean, I was listening to Aaron Rodgers and he was talking about his ayahuasca retreat and he complimented that to his MVPs. But, you know, people might not understand the psychedelics, but all he's saying is that he was able to get in touch with himself and his mental clarity and you know like he said self-love and self-care like it's just the mental part of the game that's basically what he's explaining and setting apart and uh it takes time for people to realize that in different spots in your career so uh, i think that's just what set what i'm seeing now is set me apart is just the schedule the discipline focusing on the small details and uh it's kind of been paying off and just want to keep stacking the blocks. Sounds like you got lighter physically and mentally, and that sort of helped you get to a new level in your game. You're so self-motivated. It seems like your family wanting to set them up for success is what's really driving you. When you look at this season, what are sort of the goals that you have for yourself? I just want to win a lot of games and make a lot of money. I mean, <laughs> Not bad goals it, to have. Know, yeah. Uh, I think that's what we all want to do, you know. Uh, everybody's happy when we're winning and everybody's happy when you make it money. So my goal is pretty simple. Win a lot of win a lot of games and, and get wealthy while doing it. I mean, everybody's happy from the media to the fans to your family. You know, my wife definitely liked me coming yeah, home yeah. after a win and a loss, you know. So it kind of goes down effect. So, you know, some people may say family, but, you know, the family is invested into this and to my career. Do. So everything yeah. I do. So when we win, everybody's happy. All right, Farrell, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you. Very motivated and lighter mentally and physically. He's lost body fat, body weight, and uh, a lot of mental stress. And that it's uh, kind of nice to hear that he, had, he was able to look at his season in 2021. He had a lot of penalties and flags. And even I remember thinking this is really uncharacteristic of him because he joined the Texans in 2020. And he had been through so much turmoil in his career. He, I remember him telling me when he signed with the Texans that everywhere he's been, there's been a head coaching change. And literally, he signs with the Texans. Bill O'Brien gets fired, and then it's Romeo Cornell. And so now he's on his fourth, I guess you could say, head coach with the Texans. But he'd been with the Browns. He'd gone through a number of offensive coordinator changes, coaching changes. And then, you know, he had a really bad injury in college that landed him in the hospital. But he sort of came through all of it and just really enjoyed being in Houston, has really embraced being in Houston and the Texas culture and just, I think, really loves being here. So I think last year was uncharacteristic of him and he really wanted to get things right. So he got his mind right, he got his body right, and he's back and ready. And I think he's uh, poised to do some good things for year five. So stay tuned. The Texans do open up their preseason against the Saints and then they open up the regular season at home against the Indianapolis Colts September 11th. Cannot wait. It cannot come soon enough. But that's going to do it for the podcast. So thanks as always for listening. And as always, Go Texans.